Hello and welcome to a Dice Funk one-shot. Hooray! Uh, if you're listening to this podcast and are already a listener of Dice Funk, you'll know what 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 we do. We are a, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We usually play fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons in long sort of nine month or so big campaigns, and we've just finished season six. And everyone kind of needs a break from the big, heavy, emotionally driven stories because it takes a lot out of everyone. So we're doing some one shots. We're getting some people who aren't normally on the show and we're playing some tabletop games that might not always be D&D and just doing some little side adventures to have a bit of a breather. So my name's Laura. I am often a player on Dice Funk. I'm on seasons three, four, five, six, and soon I'll be on season seven. And I'm joined today by some people who uh, we'll start with. We'll start with the person who has been on a Dice Funk one shot in the past, Jane. Who tell us about yourself? Who are you? It's me. I'm Jane. I'm Maniac Janiac on Twitter and YouTube. I'm also Stoned Monkey Radio on Patreon. That's the most important one. But I've been here before, and I regularly harass Austin in the credits. Indeed, you were on a Shard Point one shot. Uh, I believe between oh, you were on two of them. Yes, you're right. Uh, between what seasons? Five and six, something like I think that. about a season or so ago of the show. You've been you've been on Shard Point before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have two people who have never been on Dice Funk, so uh, we'll start with Mari. Who are you? I'm Mari from the Geek Remix channel. I do video game things. You you do videos and streams and and t- talk about video games of varying sorts. Oh yeah, I mean yes, I <laughs> I can't. Video game things was not enough, was it? No. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm trying to give you the best chance to promote what you do. Oh, yeah. I do streams. I do videos. We do podcasts. Laura and I have a perverted podcast together. So. Yeah. Hooray. And we also have one other person. We have Casey. Casey, explain who you are. Hello. I'm Casey Explosion. I am an internet sloth. And I stream on Twitch and talk bullpucky on Twitter. Hooray. So, as I sort of alluded to at the start of this, today we're not going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons exactly. Um, we are going to be playing a one-page tabletop game simply called Three Octopuses in a Trench Coat. Nice and simple, should explain generally what the, uh, the, the gist is. Uh, this, I will give credit to this one-page RPG. It's by um, a creator called Bob McGough. Um, each of you is going to be playing as an octopus. You are currently being kept in a lab, in an aquarium. You don't particularly like being in a lab, you've got a small tank, it's not super great, you get prodded by scientists trying to learn about what your various arms do. It's not a fun time. You, as a trio, have to get out of here. Now how you do that is is up to you. Do you try and sneak and infiltrate your way out? Do you try and... uh, you know, walk out in plain sight? Is this a murder mission, a revenge mission to fight your way out? That's for the three of you to decide. So, I'd like each of you, we'll start with Jane, tell us a little bit about your, your octopus. Do you, do you have a name? Um, or a personality of any kind? Before I was in the lab, I was previously owned by kind of a weeb. A bit of a dorky nerd. Yeah, I, I've seen a, a lot of hentai. Oh no, that was my backstory. I have to change oh, it. Oh, that's fine. We can have multiple hentai options. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, basically from that, I have gleaned that octop- octopodes uh, are just better and stronger than human beings. So you're, you're just going to pick fights wherever... 
I, I just know that we're superior, and, okay. and uh, I, I never really had a name to try and keep it cool. I was basically just known as Specimen 7, Specimen despite se- being the only octopus in the town. <laughs> oh, I love it. So, Mari, tell us about your probably having some overlaps octopus story. Well, I was born in the ocean, and my name is... But... I... <laughs> but... Um, you know, I usually go by whatever the humans call me. But um my origin story is that I was captured and along the way I also witnessed hentai and my lesson I got from it is that female humans are unable to resist my seduction. <laughs> and so I think that all female humans who see me automatically can be seduced by me. I, I like I like that you took such a different lesson from the same source material. <laughs> yes, they're unable to resist my wiles. And one time I had access to a computer and looked up octopus things and found that ancient, like, Japanese painting of an octopus, like, ravaging a woman. And I was like, it's true. These are facts. This is real. <laughs> and octopus also have technically eight brains. So sometimes I might argue with myself. So I, I, I love this idea of, of, of eight brains. Are the brains in the various arms? Because I'm my only concern now is if you lose an arm, do you get less intelligent? Yes, it's actually true. Octopi, <gasps> their oh. brains are evenly distributed in neural clusters in, within each of their arms, and they all connect together. That's wonderful, because in a little while when we explain the rules, I'm going to tell you about one of the rules that that will be very relevant to. That's great. Uh, Casey, tell us about your octopus. My octopus is named Bob. Just, just nice. Bob. Just Bob. Bob. I like that. Bob the octopus, who is con- convinced that they are just incredibly skilled and powerful and um, can bluster through anything and... Uh, Thinks because of they they have their superior amount of limbs, they can propel themselves with amazing force and incapacitate any opponent. So what you're saying is that Bob will just catapult themselves at people in the hopes of knocking them down like a cannonball. Is this the right mental image? Bob Bob is convinced that they can accomplish <laughs> anything. So either either launching themselves like a cannonball into somebody's groin and going, oof, my groin, and, or launching themselves at somebody's head and piloting them like a meat Gundam. Oh my goodness, I love every... Can I just say, as a DM, it's so nice to have three characters having been created that are also confident in their abilities. <laughs> because, A, so many times when people create tabletop characters, it's about all... Like, here's a chance to play out my insecurities. And B, it's going to make it all the sweeter when you keep failing roles and everything <laughs> goes so terribly, terribly, terribly wrong. So, I should probably talk a little bit about the rules of how Three Octopus in a trench coat works. So, each of you is going to be, and you can swap this around as you play, but you're going to be playing as either the top, middle, or bottom octopus in a stack of octopuses dressed in a trench coat. Um, So, octopus centipede? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, You don't have any particular differences in stats, but 
you're going to have slightly different roles to play when it comes to rolling dice. Um, each of you is about the thir- a third the size of a small adult human. So together you make a human-sized uh, person. Now, there are some disadvantages and some troubles you're going to have. As a trio of octopuses, you can't talk. At least not out loud. You can make gurgling sounds, but you cannot speak human languages. You can communicate with each other. That's no problem, but... If you're asked a question by a human, you're not going to be able to just tell them an answer. Um, also, you look like an octopus. So, like, you know, you're either going to have to be very confident or a bit sly about that. Camouflage. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, on the other side, you do have some advantages. You can squeeze into things that are very, very, very tiny, like... Squeezing under doors through pretty small cracks, you know. The smaller it is, it's going to take you longer to do, but you can get through small gaps. Um, you're very, very good at camouflaging as well, which is really, really good. Um, you have advantage on camouflaging. Uh, if you've never played a tabletop game like Dungeons & Dragons, advantage means you get to roll the dice twice and pick one of the t- like whichever of the, n- the numbers is better. So, better chance of getting a good result if you're trying to camouflage yourself. And ink. Uh, If you're spotted, you can squirt out ink. In water, big cloud, good distraction to hide yourself in. On land, it's, um... the, the, The book describes it as more like breaking a pen and slinging the ink around dramatically. It's, it's not gonna knock anyone over, it's just sort of, ah, ink, go. Um... Lastly, you you can detach a limb if needed. It's not going to be great because you're going to lose some intelligence along the way because your brains are in your arms. Yay! <laughs> um, if you get close enough to someone, you can bite them and you do have a little bit of venom. You will paralyze them for a little while, but when people get back up, they're going to be pissed and they're going to know you're an octopus, so... Venom is a last resort uh, paralyzing tactic. So, I th- uh, the only other thing to ex- left to explain is how the dice work. Whichever of you is in the middle of this stack will roll a six-sided dice, a d6, and then the other two will roll a dice and try and get as close to that number as possible. If you match that number, great, everything's going to go perfectly. If you get, like, miles away from it, Oh, this is going to go real bad. So, nice and simple dice rolls on this one. I think it's time for us to get started. So, I will describe the room in which you start your adventure. The three of you are currently sharing a tank. It's a bit small, it's a bit cramped. It's the same tank you've always been in. Today is the day that you have decided to gain your freedom. Um, There is a man sleeping in a chair on the other side of the room. That's about all you can see from in here, because, you know, water sloshing around, the light shining on the tank. You're going to have to get out the tank to have a better look at what's going on. What do you all do? Can we peek out? Can we just peek out uh, over the edge? Or Yeah, yeah. So uh, anything that you want to try and do, tell me what you'd like to do, and I will describe, you know, what obstacles may be in your way. So is the tank completely glass? Can we just look through the glass? Uh... If you really press yourself up against the glass, you might be able to get a bit of a better look. Um, you can see that this man, who is conveniently wearing a big trench coat, I wonder if that'll come into the story in a moment, um, 
appears to have a big ring of keys around his waist. Um, clearly, clearly this person has a lot of building uh, rooms in the building they have to go and monitor. Um, you can see that there is a door in this room. You can see sort of light pouring in from underneath the doorway. There's, there's clearly a bit of a gap under the door that you can see the light shining through. Uh, the tank that you're in, if you look above yourself, there is a sort of twisted section that would open the top of the uh, the top of the tank. You're not supposed to be able to unscrew it from inside, but you're octopuses. You, you you're good at unscrewing things. I attempt to unscrew the thingy. <laughs> okay, uh, roll a six-sided dice for me. Uh, just you, if you're trying to do this yourself. I got a five. Uh, a five? You are on the top half of the rolls. You successfully managed to unscrew the top of the tank. So you do have a way out the top of this tank. How likely is it for me to propel myself, launch myself out of the tank and land on this man's head and then use use his hair to puppeteer him like, like Remy the Rat in Ratatouille? Hmm. I feel like this is a good plan. I, I, I like you trying this plan. I will warn you, you do only have the powers of a real octopus, so feel free to try this. Um, For the purposes of role-playing, it's not... I don't feel it important that my, char- my character doesn't necessarily have to have these abilities. Just believe that they do. No, I, I very much I very much approve of this. Uh give give me a D6 and let's see how you do. Okay, I will roll. I got a five. Uh you do successfully land on this man's head. Um You attempt to start how how are you trying to pilot him? Are you like pulling at his head? <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling at the same. Okay, what you have managed to do is wake up this man who is now very aware that he has an octopus on his head and is very much trying to pull you off. I, I want to launch myself over there and try and hold, start holding his limbs down. Okay, give me a d6. Three. Okay, um, you fail. So, mm, how, how, how do I put this? Um, you attempt to, to, to do a similar manoeuvre, and you just sort of limply throw yourself onto the floor of the room with a bit of a wet thud, and you, you've not been out of the, the tank in a while. Your, your suckers have just stuck to the floor a bit, and you're like, oh, how do I, how do I get moved to pin him down? I try to help and try to cover his mouth. Like, I jump out and try to cover his mouth because I see this is going poorly and the only way out is to kill him. And, of course, this being a male human, I cannot seduce my way out of it. <laughs> okay, give me a d6. Let's see if you can seduce this human. No, 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 I can't. Uh, I know sorry, that yes. I cannot. Yes, yes, you're, you're, you're catapulting yourself at him, yes. Unfortunately, I have a two. <laughs> okay, um, you attempt to fling yourself at him as well and you land directly on top of Specimen 7. You just... The two of you were like, ah, well, this isn't going great. Could you help me out? Yes, I'll try. <laughs> uh, so, Bob, you are still on the top of this man who is freaking out considerably at the fact that, that he's got an octopus on his head. What Joking do you do? I am currently flashing my, my, my skin at, at Bob to say, kill him, kill him. <laughs> um, I... I... 
stick my limbs inside of his nose and ears to try and get at his brain. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. Here's me thinking you might try and do this stealthily, but I, I like that this has turned to murder so quickly. Okay, um... I don't intend to murder him. I want, I want to try and control him. Oh, you're trying to, con- oh, you're trying to touch his brain to control him. Okay, okay. Um, give me a d6. <laughs> I got a six. Okay. Um, for a six, you do successfully get your your, your tentacles deep inside those cavities. He can't breathe. You suffocate this man. Yes. <laughs> You've controlled him to the floor. Our first victory. <laughs> How do you feel about the fact your attempt to control him has brought him to the ground? Uh, I I feel that I need more practice at controlling my meat Gundam. <laughs> you, you found the off switch for the meat Gundam. Clearly this one was faulty. We shall find another. <laughs> Good job, uh, comrade. Soon we will take over. We know one of their weaknesses now. <laughs> They are weak to tentacle in the brain. Um, so with this, you do now have access to a dead man, <laughs> his, his ring of keys, and his trench coat. Do you wish to take control of the trench coat? I eat some of the man to gain his power. <laughs> um, Can we strip him and stick him in the tank? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, okay, I, I will give you this. On the proviso that you do have to be tall enough to reach him and put him in the tank, so you will have to get in the trench coat. <laughs> Are you happy to all get in the trench coat to dump this naked man in the in the octopus tank? Yes, as a warning to the others. <laughs> okay, who who is going on the top, middle, and bottom of this octopus stack? Uh, I'll be in the middle. I, I'm, I'll take the bottom. I'm completely, completely overconfident in all of my abilities, so I will I will assume the role of the brain. <laughs> regardless of how intelligent I actually am. It's, yeah, I'm I'm I am the, the I'm the pilot of the octopus Voltron. <laughs> okay, okay. Um so with this, Mari, you were in the middle, so I'll need you to roll the dice first. Doesn't matter what number it is. I got a six. Okay, um, so a five or a six from the other two will get a pass. If it's further away than that, it's going to be maybe a mixed success, or, you know, we'll see what happens. I got a two. Uh, what did you get, Casey? Um, sorry. I got a three. Okay, um, so both of you were a couple of numbers away, so this is going to be... um. It's not going to be a failure, but it's going to be... Uh, how, do, how do I put this? You successfully get the man naked, <laughs> and you start lifting him up with the attempt of putting him in the fish tank. Um, <laughs> you kind of just drop him at the tank, and he smashes the glass. And you put he's wet, and he's naked, and he's where the fish tank was. But he's not in the tank. The image isn't quite how you perhaps hoped it would be. Close enough. The humans will never know the difference. It's fine. Let's go. <laughs> well, of course they'll know the difference. He doesn't have enough arms. What if we just put more arms on him? <laughs> Maybe when you find more humans, you can <laughs> give him more arms. Just yes. pile them on top of each other. Yes. 
Wonderful. <laughs> um, can so I... I can just... <clears throat> oh, yeah. Sorry. Can I try and conceal them by misunderstanding that humans don't work the same way as octopuses and cram them into a, try to cram them into a small crevice? <laughs> you're trying to... Okay, you're going to try and smush him into a small crevice. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's get another round of rolls then. <laughs> Mari first. I got another six. Okay, Jane, two. Another two. I've got uh, a two. Okay, um, <laughs> you attempt to push him into a small crevice and you make zero progress. Um, you're just pushing him at, at a corner of the room. He's, he's a human. He's not going in that hole. They're insufficiently flexible. Well, I mean, if there's one thing I've ever thought about humanity, it's they're inflexible. Why are they the top species? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, so you now have access to a trench coat. And a ring of keys. I can give you a bit more description about the room because you are out of the tank. You've no longer got the glare against the glass, etc. Um, you can hear the hum of an air conditioner from somewhere in the room. Uh, a, a reminder that the door has a noticeable sized gap underneath it. You do have a ring of keys now, which might help you to leave the room. Uh, there is a grate in the floor so that when the floor's being cleaned, they can just sort of push all the, the soapy water into, into this grate on the floor. And there's a security camera, but it was pointed sort of towards the door rather than towards your tank. So it's unclear whether you've been seen by the security camera yet or not. Plus, would we even know what a security camera is? I I, I think that you've, you know, been around the humans enough to pick up. They, they chat about what's going on. You have some context. Can I launch myself at the, at the security cam and then ink it? <gasps> to... That's a good idea. I I I fully support this. Uh, let's get another rolls from everyone. So Mari first. Something okay. I got a five. Uh, what about you, Jane? I got a two. <laughs> and, uh, Casey, I got a five. Okay. Uh, what what was yours first, Mari? Sorry. Five. Five. Okay. Perfect. Um, you. You have a you have a mixed amount of success here, so I'm gonna say you managed to get some ink on the lens. Um like you you have to really give it your all and you've not covered the whole thing, but you've you've obscured the lens enough that like it's gonna be hard to make out what happens. <laughs> like they might be able to tell someone exited or entered the room. They're probably not gonna be able to see that it was an octopus doing it. Perfect. Marvelous. All is all is all is coming to fruition. Fellow masters of the sea, I vote that we don the trench coat. Uh, wonderful. So, uh, how do you how do you intend to leave this room? De- describe to me, like, are you are you leaving through through the door, just confidently strolling out, or uh, what? What are you doing? I say we go through the human portal, the door, as we call it, the doer, yes, the doer, the doer. <laughs> I agree. It's a good it's a good plan. I came up with. yes i too will go with the door wonderful so with a little bit of fumbling around for a set of keys you do a man uh, manage to eventually get the door open and you're you you manage to get the door open after a bit of fumbling with keys and you are greeted by the sight of a very sterile white hallway um 
there's lots of doors in in all directions that are all sort of equally vaguely marked. Lots of numbers on doors that wouldn't give you um, terribly much indication of what's in any of them. Uh, you do, however, happen to notice that strolling down the hallway is a human. There is a there is a human there is a human male walking down the the hallway who, upon seeing the door open, goes. Oh, Fred, Fred, how, how you doing? How you doing, Fred? As, presumably assuming their human has walked through the door. What do you do? Well, they're not a woman, so I can't seduce them. Don't worry, there will be women. <laughs> oh, yes. Give a confident wave. Okay, um, let's get a roll from everyone to, uh, to see how this confident wave goes. I got a five. I got a three. I got a three. Okay, so you two matched, and Casey was one away. So you do reasonably well here. Um, you you managed to stay upright. You've not been used to walking, so that's a whole palaver. But you stay upright, and you manage to get a very sort of sloppy wave going. Um, th- this human is still a little ways down the hallway, but um, they seem very eager to have a conversation with you. Um. How's how's the uh, how's the uh, partner doing? Been doing well, doing well. I make a loud, wet fart sound as if <laughs> to emulate when I've seen one time a human shit themselves, and I knew all the other humans did not like that. So I now know that that's the human version of inking. Okay, uh, I have <laughs> just a little bit of ink just trickling down one of our. I was going to say I have a follow up question, which is: Are you going to attempt to secrete ink to sell this, or is this purely sound? It, I know that when humans ink themselves, they make that sound because they like to hear things. So I know that <laughs> I also will ink in order to, because I saw that they shat themselves. Okay, okay. But I I thought that that was their ink. Okay, okay. So um, I'm going to need two sets of rolls. First is to see how good of a sound you make. And second is to see how effectively you create a lot of ink. So let's get the team to roll again. <laughs> I got a five. I got a three. I got a three. Okay, as uh, so you're both two away, um, the sound is, uh, it's it's fine. It you know, here's the thing: someone who hears the sound is gonna hit. They're gonna go, "That's a fart." They're not gonna be sold that you chat yourself. But let's get another set of rolls to see how much ink you produce. I got a six. I got a one. I got a four. Okay, um, with with a six and a one going on, um. You, you've had a... This has not gone well at all. Um, you produce, like, a tiny dribble of ink. It looks more like a pen broke in your pocket than that you've you've successfully shit yourself. Um, <laughs> so, with the, with the failure of both the sound and the ink production to, uh, to get away with this, this human is rapidly approaching, and they're going to probably notice, if they look you directly in the eyes, that you are not a human. Can we back into the room and add them to the pile of human meat? <laughs> I mean, if you want to walk back into the room and, like, ambush them as they come in, that is totally an option on the table. <laughs> I agree with the head. This this is a great plan I've come up with. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> I, I, I very much enjoy Bob's. Uh, the fact that Bob comes up with every plan, I like this. Um, okay, so you you take a few steps back into the room and this human goes... 
Wait, wait, <laughs> I wanted to ask how your kids did at summer holidays. And Oh no, he had children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've already caused one set of orphans today, but don't think about that too much. Um as as he turns the corner into the room, what is your plan of attack? Make more orphans. Well, first of all, all octopus children are orphans anyway, so they need to get on board. <laughs> I am convinced that this time I I can control him by launching myself on top of his head and con- you know. Yeah, you're going. You're gonna. You're going for the for the brain jab again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Huh. One of these times it will work. <laughs> yeah. Just need practice. I'll get you, it right. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna homebrew a rule here. We all go for uh, a restraint on this. If if you could, if all three of you get a five or a six, I will. I will allow you some degree of hot control over the human. Does that sound fair? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I will. That sounds excellent. If you can, if you can all hit in that top third, I will give you control of this human. To some degree. Um, everyone roll to see how successfully you uh, pilot this human. <laughs> I am so sorry. I got a one. I got a three. I've, I've got a two. <laughs> okay. Um, no. this, this couldn't have gone much worse. Um, okay, you you attempt to launch yourself at the at the human. And I'm going to say you, you managed to, to launch onto his head again. And you're preparing to... Like, you've got some of your tentacles, like, moved away from the body, ready to strike for the ears and the nose, and... This human manages to grab your tentacles. He said he got two arms. He's got two of them, but right now, he's got a grip on you. He's... He is aware that this is happening and he's fighting back. You you are not... At this moment... Actually, mm. Yeah. He has got a grip on you, he's aware what you're doing, and you are separated from the rest of the body. There what? are twenty-two more limbs in this. <laughs> so yes, what what do you do? I will ink him in the eyes. Oh yeah, I I I will give you advantage on this because you are uh, in the perfect position for it. So let's say if you can get a, a three or above, you can successfully ink him in the eyes. Ooh, two. Okay. Damn it. Um. Again, you just. None of you have really grasped the fact that your ink is not this... You know, when you're in the water, it's this big cloud, which I imagine is what you're all thinking it'll do on land, but you keep just dribbling a broken pen on people and expecting it to be an effective weapon, and it's not. Um, you know, he's going to look a bit silly. He's He's got ink on his face now, but that's about all you've achieved. He is attempting to leave the room. He's noticed his fellow human in the tank. He's panicking. <laughs> What do you do? In a last-ditch effort, I try to do what I've seen in hentai and enter <laughs> all of the holes I see that are open, which are his nose and mouth. I, I think it's to seduce him, but it's not. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean... <laughs> I, I know that he's a man, and it's probably low chances. Okay, but... Well, okay. I'm going to give you some DM knowledge here. This man is into hentai, so, you know... Don't, don't make any judgments. No, you know, you, you, there are there are people you probably could seduce that are that are not always. All right, ladies, you know what? But... If this man's into hentai, I attempt to, to seduce the man. You're gonna you're gonna make us. I I I will say I think it's a bit late for seduction when he has seen his dead friend in the tank. I don't know if he's in particularly seductible. I, I attempt to seduce the man. I'm very up for restraining him as part of this seduction. Okay, everyone give me a d6. Let's see how well this seduction goes. Six! <laughs> I got a six. 
I've got a six. I've got a two. Okay, we have two matching numbers. I'm going to give you a certain degree of... I don't think you successfully seduce him, but I think you distract him. I don't think he's ever seen a trench coat full of two octopuses about waist height trying to do a sexy dance. It's certainly a mesmerizing sight. So he's got an uncomfortable boner. I am boner convinced I have seduced him. I He's got an uncomfortable boner and he's not running to sound the alarm right now. <laughs> You've bought yourself a couple of seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I now know, knowing now that I have successfully seduced him, enter his nose and mouth. <laughs> I will try and grab this new limb. <laughs> okay, if you're attempting to do, do this solo because you'll be launching yourself away from the trench coat, give me a, a d6. Five. Okay, you successfully just start jamming tentacles <laughs> into orifices and. Very quickly, he he just collapses to the floor in a heap. You have suffocated another man to death. All right, I learned from this that I should not cover all of the holes on the face. <laughs> and I note this for later. Or at the very least, you should cover all the holes for a very safely predetermined amount of time. I realize that much like my gills or ventilating tubes, <laughs> they also need constant flow. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you now have a second human. Do you wish to attempt to stick them in the human pile? <laughs> yes, so that people will see that they have lots of limbs. <laughs> and think that they are an octopus. <laughs> I like your plan. I, I think it's wonderful. I see no problems with it. Uh, everyone, uh, return to your trench coat and give me d6s. Three. Five. Also three. What, did everyone get three? No. No, I got a five. Ah, five. Okay, we got two threes and a five. Um, once again, you managed to sort of slump them into the pile of humans. Um, <laughs> some of the limbs are overlapping. It's not eight clear limbs, but you've, you've added to the pile of humans I, I think this will pass for an octopus. Sure, no one will see the difference. Um, looking through the humans' uh, clothing as you remove their clothes to disguise them as an octopus, um, you do find a map of the facility. Most of the lab is pretty nondescript, but there are a few points of interest on this map that you you can tell from images on the map what these rooms might have. There's another room down the hallway, down to your left, that would appear from this map to have some more octopuses in it. We must free our brethren. Uh, to the right, there is a room that has a camera icon on it, and perhaps is where the security cameras are being controlled from. And further down to the right is the exit of the building. Comrades of the sea, I propose we go to the camera eye place. And then free our brethren. I I think this is a terrific plan that I just came up with. Yep. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yes, we shall blind these fools and then free our brethren. Is is there a medical room in this in this building? Uh, yes, I'll say uh, to the left as well, sort of in the same sort of direction as where the um, the octopus, uh, the other octopus room is. There is a a first aid room. Okay. Because I, I, at some point, I want to see if I can get the medical knowledge <laughs> to successfully pilot. A oh my goodness! I love this. I how, how's about this? I will tell you if you if you do go to the medical room, 
you can probably find like a diagram of what a human looks like on the inside, which might be helpful. Yay! Uh, right, so team, where would you like to go? Well, my plan was to go to the camera room. Your, Definitely your my plan, plan. Your plan, Bob. Bob. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, how are you getting there? Are you just gonna head down the corridor, like the walk confidently down the corridor as you were, or come confidently in the trench coat? Did the person that we just uh, nakedized uh, have any kind of ID on them? Um, they've got a they've got a name tag. Uh, their name is uh, William. We're gonna steal William's security pass. Uh, you can take William's security pass if you like. You can. Uh, uh, William was wearing a hat as well, which uh, may be of use. Do you wish to have a hat? It's like a. It's like a baseball cap with the company logo on it. I spent a lot of time playing Honey Heist. We need more hats. <laughs> yes, we desire uh, the crown. Yes, I I will say, if you were to point your head down with the cap on, you might be able to, you know, have a little bit of obs- obscuring of your face. The the brim of the hat might do a little to disguise that. Um, I, I propose we take the hat. This is, this is my plan. <laughs> it's uh, a very cunning plan. A very cunning plan. That I've just came up with all by myself. <laughs> um, Alright, so as you wander down the corridor, um, as you wander down the corridor, there are some other humans around that are sort of wandering the corridor. None of them seem quite as chatty or as eager to catch your attention as uh, as William did. Um, do you just try and keep your head down, or are you? do you wish to do anything while in this corridor of humans? We have some degree of camouflage, don't we? So we can kind of You're like very good at camouflage. I'm a good at Possibly hand. camouflage my head body bulbous mass as like a smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, I love, just to com- oh, I love completely sell us. I love this. I love this. It's going to be way too big and squishy, but it is wearing a hat <laughs> and have a smile on it. Um, Everyone give me a d6. Six. I've got a four. Uh, that one. Oh, that's 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 bad. That's bad. Mm. <laughs> ha, how how do we make this attempt at a quality face bad? Um, it's too bright. I here's the thing. You you've gone for an attempt at like mimicking human reality. What you've produced is more like. Here is acid smiley faces. Yeah, it's like two dots and like a smiley line, and it's um, (laughs) you've spent too much time looking at like you know happy yellow face stickers through the side of the tank, and it's like this this is more like this is a sticker (laughs) of a happy face, not 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 a human face. So you know you if you if. I think there should possibly be some some consequences here, and I think the way to do this is um, at least once you go to look at someone to be like, ah, yes, hello, fellow human, and they double-take and sort of go, what what the fuck did I just see? Um, Someone is now keeping an eye on you from a distance. They're trying not to be too obvious about it, but you've got someone keeping an eye on you. Something's not quite right with you. What do you mean? Everything's fine. Are they a woman? Uh, this is a woman, yes. Okay. Knowing it's my time to shine. <laughs> is there anyone else in, in, in the area? Uh, is it just the Let's woman? say you've, you've turned a corner and at the second it is just you and this woman. 
who is sort of just peering around the corner trying to not be too sly. <laughs> Knowing it is my time to shine. This is my moment. This is what I've been waiting for. I jump out of the trench coat and seduce the woman. Obtaining consent. Before we do anything else, I do have to point out you are the middle of this te- uh, this uh, totem pole. Yeah, of I know. Octopus. So, like, there is going to be a moment I, where I, Ke- Bob is just going to fall. Yes. I bust there. out of the trench coat of my place and I <sighs> st- attempt to seduce her. Okay, so before we do this, I'm going to need Jane and Casey to each roll a d6 um, to see how safely you land. I want to see how close you can get to each other. I'm 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 using the hat to to cushion the fall, so I'm gonna roll a five, six. Okay, you were both within one of each other. You do manage to avoid uh, taking injury. I was going to potentially penalize one of you with a lost limb, but you, you're doing okay. Uh, Mari, roll me a d6 and let's see how you do at seducing this human lady. Four. A four is above average. Um. I'm going to need you to describe your attempt as an octopus (laughs) to seduce this human woman. I need to hear how you attempt this. I wiggle my arms in a seductive and entrancing manner. And through my dance, I ask for consent. Um, I I, I have to ask, are you attempting to mimic human... uh, No, what I've seen in hentai. Okay, okay, okay. You're just trying to be like, "I'm, I'm an entrancing tentacle... Don't you want some of this up in you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Um. Huh. Believe it or not, I wasn't ready for this when we started recording. <laughs> um. My plan is, as I've seen in hentai, is to give her so many hentai orgasms consensually that she is incapacitated. So, pointing out the obvious that in reality, um. Consent is not a thing you can establish with an animal, but I I will yeah, say we that... don't know humans have like no, sapiens. I I think this is the important thing to note is as an octopus, you don't know that there's going to be a weird like you're at least going like no, I want to make sure the humans consenting before we yeah. do anything. Um, this is clearly Wait, we're in a fantasy. My octopus can ask for consent if I want. You know what? Yeah, we're in a we're in a fantasy world where you're you you do such a good interpretive dance wiggle with your tentacles that you do manage to establish consent. Yes. This once once this woman realizes, okay, oh 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 oh, sapien octopus, hello, um. Okay, yeah, you can you can bang this human woman if you want, but that is gonna that's gonna that's gonna create some noise. I'm gonna say that that's gonna produce some noise, which may not do well to staying secret. I'm living my dream. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> you do successfully prevent this one person who was following you from being suspicious of you through consent-based tentacle seduction, but the noises this woman has produced as a result are going to bring people to your location soon. You have probably raised more attention than you have lessened. No, no, because the scene that people will see will be so I, so strange that they will all leave. Hmm. I, hmm. They will just not want to deal with what they've seen. I'll, I'm, hmm. Here's what I'm going <laughs> to say. 
I will give you managing to seduce a human woman. I think if anyone else... In a hallway. in No, yeah, no. Let's be clear about that. In the middle of the hallway. I think if anyone else sees, I think that they are going to sound the alarm with the intention of firing this woman from the building. I don't think they're going to understand your tentacle woman-based love. No, I think that if I make it obscene looking enough, they will simply leave and just go sit down and sit in silence. If you can roll me a six to make it that obscene, then go ahead. I got a five. I got a five. It's not sorry. quite obscene enough. Join in to make it I'm more sorry, obscene. it's not qu- Wait, 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 wait. The others want to help. <laughs> Wait, I, 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 I will, um, I decide to quickly reattach to my compatriots to make a full human shape again to convince everybody else that (laughs) this is, this is two co-workers having it off in the middle of, of lunch break and they're like everybody's like they 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 hear this they they see that oh 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 oh, come on guys in them in the middle and they don't look quite okay quite quite to see what's happening exactly they just see uh two people are being really inappropriate in work everyone roll a d6 let's see if you can you can successfully convince yourself to look like a human again Another five. Six. Uh, four. Uh, four, five, and six. You were all pretty close to each other. You successfully yes. redisguise yourself as a human, and some co-workers turn the corner and go, Oh, 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 Susan, you, Susan, you keep having sex at work. Stop it, <laughs> Susan. <laughs> Susan. Susan, 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 it's not okay to do this without clearing it with HR first. <laughs> Is that like, oh. <laughs> yes, there is. You know, you've got to book the. You've got to book your time slot in the hallway. You have fill, to fill in a B twelve. Yeah, you've got to clear the relationship with HR. You know, Simon triplicate. Um, uh, you know, so, someone someone turns back around and goes, oh, oh god, and you know, but puts up a wet floor sign to try and deter <laughs> people away from this uh, hallway. Oh, this floor's wet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. At this point, you pick yourselves up and dust yourselves off, and you have successfully uh, prevented this human from <laughs> uh, from from giving away your location. Um, do you want to make another attempt to give yourself a good human face disguise? Uh, I, I uh, Mari, if you want to roll first, six. Uh, you both have uh, Jane and Casey. You both have advantage because it's for disguise. So roll twice and take oh, the closest number to six. I got a six. Oh, you all got sixes. You have created. You you have. Okay, considering you all have sixes, I think the way this plays out is by having made love to this human woman, you have learned a little bit more about humanity and what it means to be human. And you know, after longingly gazing into her eyes. You now know how to make a convincing human face. You have a convincing, you have a fairly convincing human face, but you still cannot speak. Um, we look like her, and she's deeply into it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you now look. She didn't like, know this was her kink, but she's so it's just awakened she's, something she, in her. Yeah, it's like okay, okay, hentai versus cloning. I guess is the kink. 
Um, so you do now look like Susan. I will give you a slight disadvantage to this. Um, you will find that everyone you interact with now does assume that you're just going to try and have sex with your co-workers in the hallway. I'm fine with this. Wait, does Su- is are Susan and I are are and us are we in love now? Um, Susan looks to you and goes, "I, I don't know what happened to you all in this lab, but." I'm glad to know that I finally felt understood or that I could understand you. I knew it. And you, I assume, just gurgle back. Yeah. Susan Susan and us, we're going to be together again one day. <laughs> is, is, this, is this now an additional objective, which is get Susan and take her with you when you leave the, the, the lab? Is this part of the mission now? Drive off I into as th- one of the three. Vote yes. I also vote yes. I love Susan. <laughs> I I'm very happy for my compatriots to have found love and companionship <laughs> and feel this is very important. So, um, it's a great plan I came up with to take. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, I feel like the subtitle to this Dice Funk episode has to be Three Octopuses in a Trench Coat. That's a great plan I came up with. (laughs) Bob's great plan. (laughs) Bob's great plan. (laughs) Um, Right, so I I think that uh, through the power of, of newly formed love, you are able to... Make it clear to, to Susan that, that you, you wish to take her with you when you leave. And she says, I'll, I'll be waiting by the exit. We can drive off in the sunset together. I, I have a convertible. We can let our hair down and off we can drive into the sunset. And you... I'm deeply, deeply into this. Uh, do we still have the map? Just... You do still have the map. Can, can I suggest that we point at the, uh, the other octopus holding area <gasps> oh okay okay um susan susan turns to you and says i'll go ahead and get started i'll i'll try and let the other octopuses out um if you meet me at the other octopus room i'll i'll try and get a head start for you uh, and she sort of heads off down the corridor to try and offer some help uh are you going to continue to head to the security office yes yes wonderful um so you do not have a key for the security office uh, on your ring of many keys, uh, presumably because the security office manager would have the security office keys and probably shouldn't be letting other people in there. So uh, uh, you do notice that there are there there is an air vent nearby, which you could probably squeeze into. There is a crack under the door, which you could probably squeeze under, but... That would require getting out the trench coat and it would take a while and this is a busy corridor. It's probably not the easiest way to get in. What do, what do you want to do, everyone? Is it looking quiet enough that we could get up to the air vent and in that way? Yeah. I, I think we should just knock on the door and see what happens. Because I agree. The, like, the, 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 the security person, uh, whoever's head of security, um, might be very friendly to somebody they think they know. Especially someone they think they know that is prone to fucking their colleagues in the hall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so just gonna, I think we should knock on the door. Yeah. So you, you knock on the door and um, you hear sort of like a buzzing sound and then the door clicks open. Um, and as you look inside, you see um, you see a woman sat at a 
bunch of monitors, um, you know, all showing different areas of the building. Um, she's not even turned around to to look at you, but she says, "Oh, Susan, hello. Nice to nice to see you again." Uh, presumably, she's seen you from a security camera outside the office or something. Um, but she hasn't she hasn't turned around, but she seems friendly to you. Seduce. seduce. We all seduce. <laughs> it- we could short out the security system with a very, very just 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 small bit of ink kind of as we as we pass by something, just a little squirt. And short On our way to seduce? Possibly. <laughs> just you know, just you know, nonchalantly. Okay, so little... you're gonna to attempt to sort of walk up to the side of the machine and then just like a little bit of ink out the sleeve to like try and get some sparks going on the machine. Is that the plan? And we seduce in order to att- to distract. <laughs> okay. Oh. From... Okay. Okay. I'm gonna need an order of operations here. What are we doing first? Are we are we inking the machine or are we seducing? We're inking while seducing because we have to distract the lady. In order to to ink. Okay, I think the way to do this is we'll do seduce first to cause a distraction, and then do the ink, and we'll see whether the distraction works. So, but we don't have sex because we are in love with Susan now and understand <laughs> what love is now. You're, you're not just banging your way out the building. We're mono. No. <laughs> um, well, We're not a poly. Well, I was going to say there's three of you and one Susan. That's four people. I don't think it's monogamous. Exactly. Okay, fine. <laughs> yes, we can also marriage? we collect another woman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mari, roll me a six-sided dice. Three. Uh, and everyone else roll the six-sided dice. Two. Four. You successfully distract with seduction. Um. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's let's leave it there for now. You sed- you distract with seduction. Mari, give me another six-sided dice to start us off on how well we ink things. Two. Okay. What about Jane and Casey? Five. One. Okay. Mixed success. You are initially seducing this woman behind the tech, uh, the uh, the security desk, and then she notices the sparks coming out the the machine. You have managed to break something. She's less interested in your seduction now and more interested in fixing the desk. So you do not get to add another person to your uh, list of conquests. But you didn't get caught breaking the machine. And the machine is providing a distraction. So you, if you wish, could have a look and probably gain some information from these security cameras. Is there anything particular you wish to, to find out with cameras looking into lots of the building? Let's see, is the medical station safe to enter? Is it, or can we get in there undetected and find the information needed to pilot a flesh Gundam? <laughs> um, the medical office appears to currently be empty. It's unclear where the staff of the office are. You can see from the cameras that the door to the office is open. It's not locked or anything, so you could just walk into the first aid area unchallenged, it seems. Let's. Shall we do that? Shall we free our brethren first, or or obtain the information? Well, do do you wish to to find anything else out while you've got the cameras here to look at? What about the mess hall? Is everybody in the mess hall? A lot Where, of people are. A lot of people are having lunch. Yeah. Is it, so? It's it's break time. It's lunch time. We've got we've got a good. We've we've got a good. Uh... It's 
I'll, I'll say this, you've probably got a good half an hour or so for people to finish up their meals. That's about how long it takes you octopuses to eat your food. Um, in order to probably get this stuff done and get out before there's too many people around. If you hang around too much longer and everyone finishes lunch, you're going to have a much harder time staying snuck. Sneaked. Is there many people in the other octopus containment facility? Susan is in there. Attempting to, attempting to disconnect the camera, it seems. Oh, excellent. Trying, trying not to be too obvious about it, but you can see, like, she's sort of sidling up to where the camera is and sort of, like, looking around it, like, maybe trying to, to make it less obvious what's happening in that room. So you might be fine when you go in there and not get noticed. Excellent. So let's, shall, shall we go to the medical facility first and then to our brethren? Yes. Grab, grab a medical manual on the way. Yes. You head back down the corridor and you find a door with a sort of cross symbol on it that uh, is clearly meant to be the medical room. And uh, as you walk in, there doesn't appear to be anyone around currently. Um, they're suspiciously absent. Like, what, what could they be doing? What medical emergency that humans have could have taken them away from this room, perhaps? Um... But you do notice on the wall there is a, just a cross-section of a human. It's like, ah, here is where the heart is, and the brain, and the lungs, and the, the legs. You know, it, here's, it's an explanatory simple diagram of where things are in a human. How do these humans work? Too many stiff bits. Um, can I can I roll to, to divine knowledge of human anatomy so as to... Better manipulate their... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give, give me a... Just just you, Casey. Give me a d6. Okay. I've got a four. Okay, okay. Um, You, with a four, gain the knowledge that... While you don't know which bits of the brain do which and would allow you to pilot a meat Gundam that way, <laughs> you do recognise that... Humans only have so many limbs. They have fewer limbs than you do, and you could probably you have enough limbs that you could puppet theirs. Perhaps if you were to make some to be some kind of jetpack position, like a backpack, you were to physically move the limbs. Perhaps you might have more luck with your uh, flesh Gundam. Should our head leader decide? to bite the human, making them paralyzed temporarily, would they be able to then wrap their tentacles around each of their limbs and move them around? I, I think that is a fantastic idea that I would love to see you try. That is a brilliant plan I just came up with. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you wish to investigate anything else while you are in this office? or Tranquilizers. There are first aid supplies around. Did, did you want to look at I I think you can find various needles of something. You don't know what's in them. Maybe they're tranquilizers, you don't know. Um there are some bandages, there's some uh some tablets, you don't know what they do. There's a, a perhaps a scalpel. I grab the scalpel. <laughs> I'll take a syringe. I'm going to take everything that I can stuff into the trench coat randomly. 
So your your pockets of your trench coat are just like here's some here's some pills here's some needles here's, here's some scalpels. Something. I have no idea what I'm just grabbing. I just want to. How about I roll for us? And oh, okay. Depending I'm... on what what what. Yeah, I like that. Can I can I roll for something useful? Uh, roll me a d6, and I won't tell you what you've received until later. I've got a two, so I just fumble and grab something. Yeah, I, I'm not going to tell you what's in your pockets, but you have something in your pockets now, and at a time of your choice, Bob can reach into the pocket, and there will be something there. Yay! Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, with that, do you have anything else you'd like to do in here, or do you want to go and uh, meet up with Susan in the octopus room? Do I still have my scalpel? You do have your scalpel. Alright, that's all I need. (laughs) Right, um, heading down the hallway, it's only a couple of doors away to, uh, the the octopus room. Do you wish to just walk straight in, or are you going to do anything before heading in? Let's head in. Let's let's free our brethren. Yep, this is this is this is my plan. I I am heading in. As you confidently walk into the room, you realize there's another human in this room. There's a male human who looks at you and looks at Susan and looks at you and looks at Susan. Seduce. <laughs> I now knowing the first touches of love now fear losing it and losing Susan. And out of that terror, I stab him <laughs> in the throat with the scalpel because I don't want to lose Susan and why not? Okay, let's get some rolls going. So Mari first. Six. Okay. Uh, Five. Two. Okay, mixed success. You stab this, uh, this male human, but it is not fatal. This human is now angry and confused and uh, picks up picks picks up a chair that he's been sat on and starts sort of waving it in your direction, attempting to sort of just bludgeon you with a chair. As I'm the legs, can I sort of sweep in and try and stab him in the leg with my uh, syringe? Yes, yes, of course. Um, we need a roll from everyone again. So let's start with Mari. Three. Four. Two. Okay, uh, mixed success. Uh, uh, So for a success there, you do manage to stab this needle pretty well into into this man's leg. It's unclear what effect it will have, but whatever effect it will have, it's going to have that effect soon. Uh, He is still swinging at you with the chair for the moment being. What do you all do? I shall reach into my pocket and retrieve whatever it is and either throw it at him or use it or something. Um, you stick your tentacle into the pocket and you find a scalpel, <laughs> scalpel side up. <laughs> oh, you, no. you have a scalpel, but you also have one of your, uh, one of your limbs is... Stabbed. Pierced right through. No. I mean, you do you want to attempt to use it anyway? Do you want to pull it out and do something, or throw it? <laughs> I, I throw the I throw the scalpel at the at the man. Okay, so let's get a roll from everyone to see how successfully this scalpel is thrown. Five, six, 
One. Okay. No. Uh, mix, mix success. Mix success. So, again, you manage to hit him with this scalpel, and it's it's again more of a it's a painful blow, but it's not you know you've not like sliced his uh, his jugular or something. Um. Wait, is Susan gonna help? Uh, Susan is. Uh, is still seems to be checking the front of the security camera. Uh, I'll I'll say that Susan managed to disconnect some wires from the back before you came in, and is pretty sure they've disconnected uh, disconnected the camera, so this isn't going to be seen by security. But she's just checking the front for any blinking lights that might go like ah, it's still operating somehow. So she's she's aware of the situation, but her priority is making sure backup doesn't come, that no one knows that you're in here. That's all that matters, mm-hmm. that Susan is still yeah. on our side. Yes, um, and at this moment, um, the man starts to visibly slow, and his eyes widen up real big. <laughs> um, and he stops swinging the chair at you, and he just looks at you and goes, I... Oh, I don't know. Why would why 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 was I angry at you, Susan? Can we put him in the tank now? <laughs> put him in the tank. Uh, you're gonna have to kill him to strip him and put him in the tank. Yeah, we have to kill him. Incapacitate him. You could bite him. You could try. Can and I attempt him? to pilot him again? Yes. I, uh, I launch myself at his head. <laughs> okay, K- Casey, you give me a roll, and I'm gonna give you advantage. So roll it twice and give me the better okay. number. Okay. First one was a four. Oh, and a one. So okay. four. Um, here's the thing. I wouldn't usually give it to you for a four, but he is currently injected with some pretty heavy uh, painkillers. That are, He's a bit loopy right now. Um, he's on his feet, but he's really not sure what's going on. A four is above average, and I'll say that is enough for you to pilot the meat Gundam. <laughs> Yay! Yeah! Uh, so you are sort of clung to his back with, like, uh, your various tentacles wrapped around his limbs trying to uh, puppet him as best you can. And he's just like, oh, this is, this is wild. I use, I use my, my meat Gundam to, to disconnect the... Whatever from the 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 tank and free the brethren. Uh, give me a roll to see how well you un undo the top of this tank and let your brethren out. Five. Five. Okay. Okay. Um. Is there like a set of overalls that we can get them into? Well, see, this is the problem I was about to present you with. Is you manage to let them out the tank, and there's uh, there's two more octopus who come out, and they're like. Oh, oh, uh, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We, we, uh, we heard all the commotion. We were, we were unsure what was happening. We thought the humans were, you know, doing human stuff, being all like they are. But you, you've disguised yourself as a human. Can how, how how can you teach us your ways? We wish to escape too. We tell them that we you must make love to a human in order to understand them. <laughs> I I tell I tell one of them. That they can they can um, hop on board my my vessel, disguise them, camouflage themselves as a hat on top of his head, as we one of the other ones can assume my role in the trench coat, and we all walk the hell out. 
Is that I... like a lab coat that we can chuck over Casey's meat gunman? I, I think that you can you can maybe have them in a lab coat, but they they're not gonna be as adept at they don't have a hat, and they've not made love to a human, so they don't know how to produce the human face. Uh there's still a little bit of like a Odo from Deep Space Nine situation going on of like that's that's a bit uncanny. I want to get one more roll from all of you, and I recognise that you've split away from the original trench coat, but Mari first, then the other two. I want to see how well this group task goes. Six. Six. Two. Okay, uh, we have another mixed success. Um, I think that you get most of the way to the, ho- uh, to the, the doorway with your piloted meat Gundam... <laughs> The two of you uh, in the the original trench coat and Susan, um, you get most of the way there. You are chased down by the woman from security. She's noticed two Susans walking down the hallway. This is again a problem. No, 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 no. This can't happen because I had the Susan face and now I'm piloting something else. So there's somebody else has assumed the, the, the other brethren that we freed. One one of them has assumed my role and has still has oh, William's yes, cap. Oh yes, yes. Okay. I signal. I signal. We all seduce the security woman, including Susan. And then, if we succeed, she will join us in our octopus cult, and then the other octopus will also learn human form. Octopus sex. Okay. Cult. Octopus um, sex. <laughs> fine. I will give you this. This is. This, you only get this because it's a one shot and there are no consequences <laughs> long term so I'm willing to let things slide as a GM I, 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 uh, want, to, I want to make my Gundam dance you want to what? also seduce <laughs> my, but yes, no wait no Gundam. the meat Gundam can't consent you can only dance That's yeah okay okay um yeah forgive me for this Austin <laughs> okay um huh Everyone give me your D6s and let's see how successfully this goes. Four. Three. Okay, that is a pretty good success. You. So, one thing that you don't get here is the, the, meat, the meat Gundam isn't able to be involved. That's, you know, no <laughs> consent for your, your puppeteered friend. We, we, we leave him... Once, once we're out and we're into the car, we can, we leave him. He's nar- narcoticated up to the eyeballs. He's he can't. He doesn't know what's going. We're we're leaving him. He's gonna chill. Fact, we've got another syringe in the pocket. We'll give him another dose. <laughs> uh, I think I think here that this woman from security is a little bit skeptical of the trench coat full of octopuses trying to seduce her, and then she looks over to human Susan, and Susan Susan looks over and goes. Oh, I never could resist you, Susan. <laughs> and the three of you managed to seduce your way through the front door. <laughs> you so three octopuses in a trench coat. Um, Bob, who has is has has abandoned their their meat uh, meat Gundam. <laughs> Susan and Katie from the security office all jump in Susan's convertible. Drive. And the freed octopus. And the freed octopus, yep, the freed okay. octopus. Uh, all hop in the convertible, uh, speed through the barrier of the uh, security gate, just straight underneath it behind some- someone else's car so you're not stopped and no one sees what you're doing, and off into the sunset you drive. Yes, octopus sex cult. <laughs> octopus sex cult. <laughs> oh, 
Goodness. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening to Three Octopuses in a Trench Coat. Um, I hope that this was an okay diversion for a, for a week. <laughs> Austin, forgive me for my terrible, terrible crimes. Uh, everyone who's been on the episode, time to do some self-promotion. Jane, where can people find you on the internet? I'm Maniac, Janiac on Twitter and YouTube. Also, at janiac.redbubble.com, you can get a Wealth Inequality Solutions t-shirt. It's got a guillotine on it. Or uh, a Spookake shirt. (laughs) It's got a ghost on it. (laughs) Uh, Mari, where can you be found on the internet? You can find me at Geek Remix on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and now I guess TikTok, but my TikToks are terrible, so don't go, don't go there. Um, and uh, I have a Patreon and all that stuff, so you can find me almost anywhere. Wonderful. And Casey, where can you be found on the internet? I'm Casey Explosion on Twitch and at Casey Explosion on Twitter. Wonderful. Uh, and that's it for today. Uh, we'll be back with season seven of Dice Funk soon. Maybe we've got one more one shots. I know there's at least an, one more that is in the works, but we'll we'll be back soon. Bye. 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 <laughs>2020 the good vibe zone good vibes only it'll be 4 420 it'll be 4 2020 that's a good vibe yeah if you have bad vibes you need to leave right now no bad vibes in my april 2020 executive producers for the good vibe zone <laughs> joseph tombrell i was trying to match your energy extellaris jade Brent, still every episode of Dice Funk, Goatly. Devin, conduit of evolution. John Madeira, conduit of caramel lattes. Nephis Decidia, a sheep with crushingly low self-esteem. You're soft. Take heart. Paul Mullen. Inspired by all these PhD patrons, I'm getting a degree in what the heck. I'll be very useful in the new economy. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Chip, human fighter, and pal of Harkin Caleb, eaten by an ankeg. Christman smiting all the fake Christians. Toshiro Kuru, new self, 40 pounds lighter, and finally in control of the accounts. Oh, good for you. Now that's a good vibe. Andrew Grothen. Belated birthday, Jamie, because Patreon messed up last month. Oh my god, happy belated birthday, Jamie. Dr. Goatman. Faith underscore and underscore valor, <laughs> formerly transient passerby. Fran- Francois V. Frans- Francois. He's one master. Oh no. Hold up. What's your starter Pokemon? Dildo, vibrator, or butt plug? JK. <laughs> you just go right past it. Jaspel sitting alone in the VIP. John what? Luther Manhole. Possum Kingdom Refugee. Random conduit of would you like a hug? Oh, I lost it. Sternad! Sternad! Sternad.
Vinny currently dreaming of Austin's <laughs> bussy cakes. Hell no. yeah. No. Z, two, three, six, one, nine. We need to make a judgment. Is Austin's bussy a bad vibe? It's a bad vibe for me. No, it's not. Okay, Kevin Dobbins. A lonely gambling pig trying to be King's Valentine. <gasps> that would be so cute. King and a little pig. Yeah. Charlie Chocolate is DMing his first sesh on Saturday. Oh, God, Austin, help. I think this was last month, too, and they haven't changed it, which means they're dead. R.I.P. R.I.P. Pouring out. Pumpkin spice itself. Robert Tuttle. Anthony, patron of Dora. Fi or Fee. F.I., like the character from Zelda. Morgan Rapp. Haley Anderson. Pinko Sock. Back in the summer of 6D9. Okay, that's great. I get it. Sheev talking shit on a tubular <laughs> floating crane. Do it. <laughs> Tis I, Zedster. 69 spoopy 420 Sean by Lauren's Lutes. A horny illithid coming for Austin's <laughs> pussy. They don't even like pussies. They only like brains. What would they do with the one? They just have no, no use for it. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> <Eat> little giggle. <laughs> a montage of Gothnific staring out into the rain. A non-horny gift for Austin and a very horny one for the goblin. A question we all need an answer to is Anne smarter than King? No. It's not even close. A werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Triple A Isaac, conduit of Linux mascot tucks the penguin. Aaron Norgard. Abigail Grace. Adrian Y. Adiler. Adiler? Correct me later. (laughs) Aftershock, too busy planning an art expo to update patreon name but you but you did how do you know okay agent hedgepiggle aggressively weeping and eating ramen aki savalainen alex vepra alexander de vega alligator snakefish an otter wanting to be your valentine and valentine's day was like february i think we have another dead patron are we gonna turn down the otter no that's true otters are always welcome andrew birmingham andrew fedgy conduit of speaking truth to power itself anna anna conduit of procrastination anon antonio conduit of aftercare snacks (laughs) okay arachnival they're important arachnival making dark deals with the spiders of mortality Archduke Archibald's five-armed hugging cactus golem. Prickly. Ariadne Ariadne asking if this island has got any daiquiris. Arjan de Koenig. Ash, the gayest bitch in the Midwest. Austin, I can't believe you had to Google Beasterizer. I just wanted to check. Austin! I can't do it. Mm, Austin! Still love that Skeksis voice. Isaac Conduit of Gavel Gavel Gavel. Austin, it's Math Tiger. The test results are back. It's Bussy Mustella Day. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't gotten my Bussy tested. Badodroid. Badodroid. Becky Scott Fairley. Becky Tootail, property of Janiac. BJ, if Lime dies, we all die. So luckily we can all rest easy because this has been recorded after the season's over. <laughs> B-Ray Echo. Before we continue, I gotta poop. <laughs> Back in five. Big time Yeti Lee. Conduit of big time bass riffs. I wish I could do King voice. I would have done that last one in King voice. Yeah, but who can besides Chris? 
the guy who voice acted Kuobara in don't don't care nope nope <laughs> Blackstone Morgan Blue Six Bonus Brady God of Murder Survivor of Lauren's Massacre you would let a rival challenge you Lauren who's challenging me Brady that's fine there's enough room <laughs> Brett <laughs> that's very that's very thoughtful of you Britt Relaford Bro Jimbo buy your girls some flowers question mark <laughs> callum austin is my fave lauren is the best turner thanks cameron abbas candace listen to dice funk starling kato on the no sex party barges <laughs> everyone had a field day with him floating in his own private plane not being able to fuck <laughs> <laughs> chief beef thief chloe the dog finds bone pile on her walk Chris, conduit of bad decisions, walling. What is an unidentified body but a bone pile for dogs? Oh my god. CSI, dogs. <laughs> They're so excited. Oh no. Chris from Ohio? Is that where you were? Yes. Christopher Charlow. Coho Blast. Cool <laughs> Christmas conduit of not paying child support. Don't do that. <laughs> it's a Jim Sterling character. We probably talked about this last month. Oh, cool yeah. Christmas doesn't pay his child support. Corum. Sierra Saldana, prophet of RN Jesus. Cucumber. Dan B. Dandy Snuff. Daniel Marston, conduit of unnecessary consonants. Daria, go freaking right. Donning Frost. Dazeslost. Declan Sands. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. Dice Funk. Wait. No. Nope. Dice Fuck. Dungeons and Dildos. Spinoff for dogs. No. For dogs? <laughs> DM Tao. Now I have to deal with player shenanigans. Don Johnston. Dorian, Conduit of Devotion. Doro. Dr. Izix. Dragon Nexus. Dylan Rill and the Dog. Listening on a lazy Sunday morning. Also dishes. Ebrent, Lauren is my friend and I love her. Hi, I love you too. Lauren, stop making friends with the listeners. I can make friends with whoever I want. <laughs> no, we have to remain above them. We have Edward to be... R. Jones, the fourth? <laughs> Inar J. Eowalt. E wait. Eowalt. No. E, e I O W L T A. I am sorry, but I can't. I think you got it pretty close the first Ewolta? time. Eowalta? Eowalta? Elderly Goose, conduit of. Eleanor Renate sees Periton, Horton Vampire Lady with Depression. Elizabeth Jackalope. Elusive Lily. Emma, Mouth Tiger is 43.47% correct. It could be better, honestly. You usually mm -hmm. want to be over 50% correct if you have the, yeah. the choice. And Digo Van Dane. Erwin Lilagadek. Evie, conduit of trying out new name in the credits. It could be Evie? Evi. What do you think? Evie. Okay. Fair Majesty Empress Quintilian Galaxion. Filmquisition. Florian H. Follow Slad Bible on Facebook. Francois Arsenal. Frank Sands. Furries come infecting the credits prison. See, the joke is everyone's in credits prison now. It was a long con, but we're all in it together, and now it's freeing and it's only good vibes. Can you tell? <laughs> oh my I'm God. not on drugs. <laughs> Where are we, Gage? Conduit of Loneliness. Gary Bussy. Uh, no. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Gideon Therizinosaurus, a pot-bellied bipedal herbivorous dinosaur with one M long claws. Is that meter? Yes, that's a meter. It's big. It's a big okay. for a claw. 
Ginger beers. Got more soul than a sock with the hole. Grapefruit juice. Graffiti conjured of rhetorical vacillation. GSV underscore lasting damage. Probably their MLG Pro game name. Oh. Haldrew. <laughs> Harley the Floral Lyricat. Harrison Andrew. Harry, intrigued by Laura's promise of sex octopus cults. Yep, this will be the credits that goes on the sex octopus cult episode. So you just heard that. You're welcome. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Ashley. He's a good Brent, dogs. How do I make friends? Regards, conduit of social faux pas. I dread stares. <laughs> Same. Ingemar Grimon. Evelician. Jaden. James Neely. Janiac, conduit of teledildonics. I bet ke- the ke- teledildonics stocks are like skyrocketing during the quarantine, huh? Oh, get in on that shit, right? Yeah. Janiac bullies Austin while I watch. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Logan, conduit of queerness, mage of life. You could definitely incorporate teledildonics into Austin bullying. I feel like oh the more God. I'm, su- the more I'm suffering, the better it is for you. Jesus, jealous goddess cosplay. Jen, did we say Jay Logan? Yeah. Okay, I was just thinking about. The- I think so. Jay Logan, conduit of queerness, mage of life. I was just thinking about dildonics. Jenny oh my Colby. God. Jess Veggie, conduit of veggies. Jimmy the End Bear, formerly known as Deathworm Jim, unemployed and quarantined. Same. In the credits prison with us, good vibes only. <laughs> Joanna the Wrench Witch. Joe G underscore LTE. John Carey. John Potts. John, conduit of subpar joke names. Josie, conduit of buffalo chicken pizza. Try a slice. <laughs> Is this a commercial? <laughs> I mean, I am already convinced, so. Man Jack, back from Planet Crack. Julian Phillips, Conduit of Kaizen. Yeah, isn't Buffalo Chicken your favorite? It's very good. Just a jester. Juzzy, Conduit of Being Polly to get a heist team of cuties. <laughs> Jorgen, Indie Monster, Winewick Ford, Conduit of Symbols I Can't Read and Lactose Intolerance. <laughs> I think it's just, ah! Okay, ah! <laughs> Kaji Firesun. Kate, Conduit of Fading Regret. Key for Low. Kelladry offers Austin a hit of Mitzi's Good Good Cat Billy. I finally a, pet a cat in the first time in so long, and it was blissful. It's very good. I could not get enough cat belly. I missed them so much. Anyway, <laughs> Keller Automat. <laughs> Ken, conduit of finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation. Kidney, a beholder in a snazzy hat. Killer Cotton Shizno. Kaniku fan. Kitty Foe, warm snoring burrito ate your valentine candy. Damn. Carito Prime, my Patreon saved a life. Damn, that's the opposite of what <laughs> I wanted. I should start a Patreon. Just like patreon.com slash help me kill people. That would probably get taken down. What do we call it? Patreon.com slash Medicare for none. Oh my God. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> Criterion, the smoothest of Mario's. You just wanted to read Smooth Mario's. You didn't read Christina, <laughs> Conduit of Sharon needing a hug oh, itself. Oh, sorry, Christina. I did get really excited about Smooth Mario. Yeah, Sharon gets infinite hugs in the void. Kyle Badsvik. Kyle, conduit of Drop Goodwood and King Badass Slash Fick. Lady Misfit Dino Facts Synapses are defined by having one temporal fenestra. It's going to take us 20 minutes to Google every word in that sentence, but thank you, <laughs> Miss Lady Misfit Dino Facts. Larry Yellingby. Yelling NB. You, you. That's my co host, Austin. Yeah, that's why you're supposed to correct me so it makes you sound cool and like you are invested and good. Oh, thanks. It makes you sound better when you correct me. Uh, Lars Owner. 
Lauren's mom's duck, conduit of the untitled duck game. Yeah, that sounds about right. Loopy Elephant would like Austin to talk about Mustela Day more. Which ones? What do you think? The, the Mustela Day of the month is going to be uh, Mink. They're well known for being made into coats, but did you know they're even better when they're alive? <laughs> oh my god. They're good to pet and to look at. <laughs> I love them, so... Think about minks this month. Why are you trying to do this to me? Lauren Cates, conduit of being thankful that conduits still exist in Dice Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they do still exist. It's interesting. This is the first uh, time we've recorded uh, since the audience found out about stuff changing. We'll see how they feel next month. Love you all, especially Chris. God damn it. Conduit of favoritism. <laughs> you can't let him have one. He has them all. All half the credits are like, I love Lauren. Oh, Show me true. your boobs. Come on. I know. It's just he's he's so talented. Ludovico Limited. Luke Powers. Luther, the conduit of a button quail in a pear tree. Manticore Deathlord. The Cult of Gorfanax. Master Zemnohort. Matteo Zanek. Matt Collier. Matt Lackett's conduit of... <sighs> Ingiram imus nocte et consumimer igni. Hopefully you didn't just summon a demon. I think Igni is definitely fire, that's so fine. that's not great. Matthew, listen to Dice Funk and Neo Scum Schultz. Maximum side boobs, celebrating one full year of tasteful nudity. Majin, conduit of 3D printing dickosauruses for everyone I know. Melbent. Melissa, the birthday dice goblin. Happy birthday. Michael Hall! Miles, conduit of strong bioleth opinions, but she fun, though. Modified Matthew. Mr. Willie Phoenix, Stephen, lesbian, poo, seagull, Mr. Willie Phoenix, Stephen, lesbian, seagull, poo, bear, shaker, get your shit together. <laughs> okay. I'm excited for when the bioleth uh, credit gets replaced by the whatever character from ARMS they add to Smash Brothers. Remember ARMS, Lauren? You know I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Namita Aneskin's Conduit of Error. You can't just call me out in front of the whole credits. <laughs> they don't care if you know about arms. <laughs> Nicholas Dominic. Nicholas McDonald. Nick. Nick Thetford, I forgive you for bringing up face setting. <laughs> Nonfinite. Oi, Austin, when I eat that ass, should I use a fork and knife? Only respect for my McQuare. Hashtag Zoe Fan Club. Pie Robjurg. Pangolin. Patrick Babcock, conduit of This Is Fine, itself. Patrick Connor, Oscar Gifford. Patrick Williams. Please check my webcomic, ruinisfortune.com. They didn't write this, but I'm going to add, or else. Yeah, do it. Sorry, that was a bad vibe. Pocket Sundial. <laughs> Pruitt Holcomb. Puck Boy. Pyopsychotic, because the cake was a lie, and who doesn't like fire? Do you like fire, Lauren? Yes. Just okay. not on me, on my, like. <laughs> yeah, no, the implication is it, it doing other stuff, not yeah. just to cuddle. Yeah. <laughs> Resumi Azura. Remsiv. Rob Dakin. Oh. Ah, fighter, fighter of Rob Nightkin. Let's harmonize with me. Oh, I thought you wanted to do it. Fighter oh. of Rob Nightkin. Ah. ah. You tried. <laughs> I'm sorry. Robert Chisholm, conduit of Gigantamax Cornelia wrecking shit. I was actually really curious if you were going to Gigantamax during the final boss fight and try to fight the T-Rex, reptile to reptile. I forgot about it. Robin. <laughs> I'm dumb. You're not dumb. Oh, my brain's just bad. Rule 34, Bob Chiaclone. Chica- Chiaclone. S. Kearney, working nine till five. 
Salad Child. Sam. Scarlet Eyes Yuri. Sean Lyons Burke, conduit of Manning Byleth out of spite. There you go, Sean. Simmons, conduit of Harder Slatty. See, it's not as funny as when you do it because that's the thing people want to hear you say and not a terrible fucking embarrassment for me. Sergeant Rattlebones, 31st, 31st, 31st (laughs) Bussy Protection Brigade. 35th (laughs) Bussy Protection. (laughs) That's literally what I was going to say. Gotcha. The 35th Bussy Brigade. Shane Sedgwick. Shane Ware, conduit of hedonistic pansexual polyamorous switches. Simon Lee, conduit of Chungus, <laughs> bearer of Dinkus, minion of John Con. Sin Milk Tom. Skimbleshanks, the railway cat, the cat of the... Railway! <laughs> slime King Mike, but purple, seeking revenge for not sl- choosing the Slime River. It'll haunt you for seasons to come. <laughs> Sporeman Zero. Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Stephen Cleese. Steven, <laughs> attending ABA, Austin's Bussy Anonymous meetings. Well, Steven is not anonymous anymore, because now I know what you've done. There's a lot of people named Steven. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Not going to sing it, because I'm upset about all the fists that are happening. Saritha <sighs> says, check out the last Unicorn novel and movie. <laughs> Thanks for the recommendation, Saritha. Cool. Tabitha Spokes. Tales of Inquiry. What if people just recommended shit to us every week? They're like, hey, have you ever checked out Call of Duty? <laughs> like, thanks. No. I don't no. <laughs> Where are we even? Tales of Inquiry? Did we say Tabitha Spokes? We did now. Are, did you have a problem with Call of Duty? Was that that noise was? Yes. Also, I have this thing, and I know, and I can't stop myself from doing it, and I don't know why I'm like this, but if somebody tells me to do something, I, won't, I, can't, I can't. I won't do it. It's called being a contrary, and also it's extremely inconvenient because mostly people are trying to give you helpful advice. I know! <laughs> Terraflops. Terezi Pyro, transing June Egbert. Also, you didn't tell me what's wrong with Call of Duty. You don't like when the men shoot the men? No, I'm just being a bitch. Uh, the murderous mongoose who's secretly standing directly behind you. The precursor. <laughs> the tasty cakes, cakes that Yorski bakes. We know what cakes they're talking about. It's your bussy. <laughs> the only cakes I have is when you know I'm caked bussy. up. That's it. Titus. Tim Lutton. Toby Gleason Stack. Tom Bowers. Trees, they are us. Trevor S. the Goblin Teacher. Is Does Trevor S. teach goblins? Or are they a teacher that is a goblin or both? I don't know if you can teach goblins. I feel like they kind of do what they want. You try. Hmm. Shayness. Universal Toby. Vib the Glib. Oh, that's fun. You say that, it's fun. Bid the glib. Victoria Melito, conduit of quietness. Ward Van Open. William Vinky. Will you be my yamantine? Why everyone talk about that? It's April. What's happening? Who cares? Yams are delicious. Yes, I will be. Okay. Ziphosaurus. Ziphosaurus! You expected a Patreon, but it was me, Dio. I actually don't know what his inflection is in the English because I listened to it uh, subbed, so I have no idea how to even approximate it's that. It's probably English. not as good. Yeah. You Oh, you just read that one. <laughs> Zoltar, the Viking death metal caterpillar conduit of retribution. 
Z, 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 or is it sleeping? Z. Okay, I guess a bunch of people had this idea. Oh, well, I'm trying to get to the end. You almost made it. There's only one under you. I know. I'm only happy when it rains, Zucas. And they got in because of the quotation marks at the beginning of the garbage lyric and not because of the Zs. But good try, everyone. The Good Vibe Zone is officially coming to an end. You're welcome for inclusion in our space. Uh, it's a new season. We've got one-shots that this is attached to. Enjoy them. Make sure to check the descriptions for the people's uh, social media, the Twitters, their Patreons, their YouTubes, their Twitch. Everything's linked. Uh, we can't run it all down because literally it's going to be like 20 different <laughs> players. There's so many. So many cool new people. Uh, but make sure you check the descriptions. That's where all that is. You can support the show. Patreon.com slash Austin Yorsky. Uh, Patreon.com slash Laura K. Buzz. You know, Patreon.com slash Weekly Manga Recap. And of horse for everyone who's on the normal episode episodes lauren what about you uh i'm rargalicious on twitter you can buy my titty pics there i'm also on a podcast called humans hollering at news look it up it's it's on patreon and it's fun and we talk about nice things and if you like some good vibes that's all we do do you want to say something earnest about the quarantine and how uh, we appreciate all your support and we hope we're here for you and make sure uh, if you're bored, uh, make inflict our podcast on your family and uh, animals and just blast it out the windows at the people who can't leave their homes? Yes. All that Austin said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, I really do appreciate it. A lot of people have been very supportive of me because I've been unemployed and uh, supportive of you because you need to like survive. Cannot live. Um. So, thank you, and kiss all your pets for me. On the snoot. Mwah. Or snoot equivalent. How gross do you think that noise was? I can see the waveform, and it's uh, uh, really unappealing. It was weird. <laughs>